0: So when we can really hone in and say like, this is my expertise or this is my thing, this is my content I want to create. And these are the people I want to help. And if I'll create really good content, the monster wants to show it to people. Like that's its whole job. It doesn't want the platform to die or nobody would use it. Kind of like Facebook ads, people are always like, yeah, Facebook's in it for the money or da, 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 da. It's like, no, Facebook literally wants you to make money with your ads because they want you to come back.
1: You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 303. All right, everybody. I am excited. Welcome back to the podcast. And I have a special guest here today, the second guest ever on the podcast, a friend and amazing entrepreneur, Jessica Stansbury. So hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, Cool. Well, maybe you could start, just tell us a little bit about you and your business and give us that background.
0: Yeah. So I started my business when I had my first son, he was an infant and I was in corporate and I hated it with a fiery, you know, dragon passion. Like it was awful. And I was like, I've got to do something. So I quit and went home with the thought that well, I have some graphic skills I can like fall back on um, from college. Like I'll do graphic design. And then I taught myself web design. Um, And that's kind of what I did for about five years until in 2016, I kind of made that transition as a lot of people do from service provider into like infopreneur. And so since 2016, I've been teaching people the things. Um, At first, it was a lot of like tech. So let me teach you how to use ConvertKit or, um, you know, this system or this thing. And then it has morphed through the years into, you know, marketing, content marketing. That's my biggest like thing that I mostly focus on. And so that's where I am. And I love it. I love teaching and being a content creator. It's probably my favorite thing in the world.
1: Yeah. And you are amazing at it. Did you know we have super similar stories? You might know this already. No. (laughs) I mean, I started, so it's like so much parallel because I started my business too when my son was a baby and I was a virtual assistant. So I was like very much in the tech world and service. And like, that's how I just, whatever, I could figure out how to do I did. And then I went into ads, but it was kind of like similar there of like
0: super similar service.
1: I stayed in the service though. I'm still in, I'm still in the service with the team, but also cool. in product.
0: I think it's one of those things where at some point when you want to make that transition, you either make the decision to like agency are right? sort have a team totally. Or, yeah. And I just was not in love with web design enough to like care to do right. that. So I was yeah. like, I'm going full force over here. So yeah. that's super fun, but that doesn't surprise me that we yeah. have similar bags. I totally,
1: I agree. And tell us also, like, I love your personal side. Like you live on a farm and mm-hmm. you're really cool like that. <laughs> so tell us about that. <laughs>
0: So I'm really cool like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I live on a farm. My husband is a multi-generational, you know, I don't know how many generations back farmer. Um, And he's, he's done farming in whatever capacity for a very long time, but he also works full time. So it's definitely more on the lower scale of, you know, a farmer, like a ranch operation. Yeah. But a few years ago, we bought 30 acres and built a house because up until that point, we had been farming on family land, which, Is a whole thing, you know, like family land with anything is a whole thing. So, right. um, But yeah, so we have a pet cow named Earl Dean, who is now the mascot of the farm. And on Instagram stories, I share a lot of behind the scenes there because usually there's something ridiculous going on.
1: (laughs) I love it. That's like, that's like if I had a second life, I would probably have a farm. I love that. See, we are so similar. I feel like that's so cool.
0: And then how many kids do you have or mind? I have two boys, two boys. They are 11, almost 11, and eight. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Love it. All right. So
1: yeah, I wanted to focus with you today in that content organic marketing space, because you definitely do it really well. And a lot of people struggle with that today. First, I would love for you to just touch on like, what's your perspective on the algorithm? Because we all hear like, and even myself, I'll be like, well, organic marketing, you can't get much out of it today. Like, what do you say to that? And because you clearly create momentum with your organic marketing and your following. Mm -hmm. And so what are your thoughts on like, to in today's era, how to leverage organic marketing with the algorithm.
0: Yeah. So I think so many times people think the algorithm is this monster that wants to eat them. You know, like they're like, it, it hates me. I can't, I can't get anywhere like blah, 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 blah. And yes, definitely things change, right? Like Facebook algorithm is very different than it was even a year ago, much less like four years ago and Instagram and all of it, it, everything changes. But the point of the algorithm is to feed Like it is a monster, but it wants to eat and not you. It wants to eat your content, right? So it basically, its job is to pair the right content with the right viewer or um, user of the platform. So when we can really hone in and say like, this is my expertise or this is my thing. This is my content I want to create in whatever form or fashion, you know, and these are the people I want to help. And if I'll create really good content, the monster wants to show it to people. Like that's its whole job. It doesn't want the platform to die or nobody would use it. So kind of like, Um, you know, I've, I'm sure you've said this before, but Facebook ads, people are always like, yeah, Facebook's in it for the money or it's like, no, Facebook literally wants you to make money with your ads because they want you to come back. If your ads are good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. so It's the same thing with organic content. So, um, my take on it, especially with the algorithm is that the algorithm is not out to get you your content probably just isn't what it needs right now. And you can, you can find a way to figure out how to fix that, you know? Yeah,
1: I love that. And that's, I mean, I say the same thing when people blame, you know, Facebook ads don't work for me anymore. It's like, they do still work. People are making millions of dollars with Facebook yeah. ads, but you have to have the best ads. And it's just kind of, as the algorithm maybe gets more crowded on Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. with the content, things do get more difficult. So I, I, you know, same philosophy with ads around that. So what would you say, like, this is almost like a selfish selfish question because I can yeah. rock the paid ads, We don't like, we do pretty well with organic, but not to your level. Like, Mm -hmm. do you say like, focus all in on one platform or like, what is your strategies for someone who's not rocking organic and doesn't have
0: the algorithm in their favor yet? Yeah. So yes, focus on one platform and don't focus on social focus on something that has search engine like oomph behind it. So YouTube, Pinterest, um, blogging, podcasting, even with paired with a blog post and really focus on like how to rank in the search engines, because that's, what's going to give you the momentum that Mm -hmm. gets everything else rolling. Like my Instagram there for probably two years, I didn't even try to grow it because that wasn't my focus. I was there and I was doing stories, but I wasn't even trying to like grow the platform, but because my YouTube was growing, because I was getting traffic from my website because I was, you know, getting podcast listeners, whatever, Mm. then they were coming into Instagram. So I always say, pick one social platform that you want to be active on to really nurture your audience and to be there, like in the stories. Um, but then pick a platform that has search engine capabilities and let the two work together. Um, but pick one, don't, don't try and be all the places. And if the, if the option is podcasting, then you definitely need to pair that with blog posts because podcasts don't have the same. You know, s- search engine, we all know like Apple podcast right. does not have the same capabilities that Google, you know, yeah, does. Absolutely. So, yeah, that would be where I would start is something search friendly. And I think what most people do wrong there is they try and go after these massive keywords. Like, I have no audience and I'm going to go after how to start a business, yeah. which is searched 4 million times a day, you know? Right. And like, we will never rank for that when we have a smaller audience. So, really yeah. understanding what key terms you can go after with your audience size and like using that as a catalyst to continue to grow and grow and grow. Cause as you grow, you can go after bigger and bigger and bigger search terms.
1: Yeah. I love this. So that's like a different perspective than I've ever had on organic because I think a lot of people are like, I need to grow Instagram, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the top place right now. So I'm just yeah. going to focus on that. And my experience has been pretty hard to actually just like grow your Instagram followers. (laughs) There's not like a great strategy. I've even given my team courses and, you know, it kind of works, but it, I love, like, it's kind of like a byproduct is what I'm Mm -hmm. hearing you say of other things. And I do see like, if you run ads, you actually grow your Instagram following. And so it sounds like too, if you get people looking at your content, you're going to grow
0: your following. So the focus should go to the content. Exactly. And I will say on Instagram, if you really want to grow organically on the platform, you have, you know, this it's reels, it's reels, it's only reels. It's never anything but reels right now. Um, but that's even getting harder. I think to really explode. And I will say what I have noticed for my account is I will only explode on Reels if I am posting a Reel every day. Wow. Which is just exhaustive. Like, I I don't want to do that. Seriously, not me either. (laughs) Yeah, if that's the game I have to play, then I'm just not going to play it, you know? But I will say that in the last, I don't know, week or so, maybe two weeks, I've had several just regular posts do really well. And that's the first time in months, maybe a year that I've had a regular post do really well because we are in this like world of reels right now. Right. Um, but both of them were me being like fed up with something and me sharing like an opinion somewhere and something that people, other people really, you know, identify with. So it's a match of like, what, you know, people are going to go, Oh my gosh. Yes. Because that's a big thing for me is your content, particularly on something like Instagram with reels, where you only have 30 seconds to like capture somebody's attention. It, it's not about teaching. It's not about, you know, creating that content. You can do that on YouTube, on your podcast, on right. blog posts. It's more about getting your ideal customer to go. Oh, yes. Like that is me. Why, why does she feel like she's talking to me? Yeah. And then they're going to share it and they're going to comment. And then the more they share it, the more people watch it. And then you know how that goes. Right. So, um, I think that's really the key to organic growth, particularly on Instagram. If you wanted to is creating content that makes your ideal customer feel seen. Mm -hmm. And then also using like playing into the game of using reels. Yeah, and I can validate too. Like
1: anytime I do a rant, there's sometimes. So my team runs my Instagram, and it's all planned Mm -hmm. out. If I just go rogue, and I'm like, I gotta do a post. Like those are our always our top posts (laughs) for sure. Always. So it's hard to always have that inspiration, but when you have a rant, or you can be polarizing, or do something like Mm -hmm. that, it does work the best for sure. As a top digital marketing agency, we can't afford not to be on the cutting edge of every trend, change, regulation, and strategy. And as an entrepreneur, neither can you. But there's no one place you can go to get the exact information you need. No one deals exclusively with what works and what doesn't in digital marketing. No one intel now. Knowledge equals money. Data equals dollars. And we generate 1 million in ad revenue for our clients every month. Do the math. Now you can leverage our digital marketing expertise with monthly roundups, reports, Q and A's, and text alerts all for free. Why? Because Team Hirsch wants to change the way you strategize in this new era of digital marketing. And we don't want you to be on the wrong side of the cutting edge. Apply for the PDQ today at notforlazymarketers.com slash PDQ. Um, So I teach, you know, having like one form of content, like a podcast, for example. So what would you say? So I don't think we do anything with keywords, like (laughs) honestly. So what would you say to someone like, how do you find the right keywords that aren't so big, but do create that success and, and leverage your
0: content strategy in that way? Yeah. So the on a podcast specifically, so in like the podcast platforms, you can actually go after bigger terms than what you would think you can. So one of my most popular podcast episodes literally is titled SEO. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's like that. That's the title, right? And so, and it is it's popular because people search SEO and iTunes, and then they find my episode. So you can get away with it a little more in iTunes, but the it's not as robust. So. If there's a bunch of people titling their episodes SEO, then it, they're, it's not going to matter because right. they only show like the top 10 or something like that. But as far as keywords go, pairing it with a blog post or whatever content you're doing, I would recommend using a tool called Keywords Everywhere. It's just a Chrome extension. It used to be free. Now it's paid, but it's like, it's like dirt cheap. It's like yeah, $10 for a hundred thousand searches or something oh, cool. ridiculous but underneath what it does is it just adds like a bar underneath your search bar on Google. It can be on YouTube. Um, I can't, I don't think it works on Pinterest, but Google and YouTube. And when you type in something, it'll tell you how many times per month that term is searched, how much it would cost you to run a Google ad for it, which I don't care about. And then three, how much competition there is, which obviously I care about, but I focus more and I teach people to focus more on the, how many searches per month are there. And basically I like to say, if you have a smaller following, you want to stick with like under 500 searches a month, but not zero. So there's like this sweet spot somewhere between zero and 500 searches a month. Mm -hmm. If you have a bigger platform. So when we put content out onto Google, whether it's with YouTube or Google itself through our website, we end up getting ranked by Google. So we build up our authority within the platform. Right. And so if you haven't done that yet, you need to stick with stuff. That's like 500 searches a month or less. And that way you can start building that up with them. Yeah. And then as you build it up and you'll notice it, cause you'll notice your traffic numbers going up. If you pay attention to those types of things, then you can say, okay, I'm going to go to a thousand searches a month and then 2000 and 3000 and see if you can rank for those things. Um, But I mean, it really is. It's a game. It really is. Um, But that's where I would tell everybody to start is under that 500 searches a month. Okay. Because that's where you can actually get found.
1: Yeah. I love this. Like, I think that I've always been like, oh, SEO, it's like so old school. Like, I don't want (laughs) to even think about it. But it is so true because, I mean, that's, that's such gold traffic if you could get that because it's free. And then what I do love about YouTube and your blogs is, Like you said, that top podcast of yours. I mean, how long ago did you record that? Sorry, I'm muted. Um, Like two years ago. Yeah. So so it's it's, still generating. That's incredible. You know, oh my gosh, my most popular.
0: No, you can't. My most popular YouTube videos are still videos from four years ago.
1: Yeah. So that's yeah. like the one thing. So we are totally yeah. not tapping into that in my current. Account. I'm going to be like, you guys go, <laughs> my team after this, literally, I'm going to be like, go buy Jessica's course because <laughs> yeah. we need to learn this stuff.
0: Yes. Um, and it's
1: so like, I really love your perspective how that then the byproduct is your social media
0: grows mm-hmm.
1: and, and you see that growth. And, um, I, I totally teach, you know, you got to have one thing that you put out consistent content every week. And so yep. people are already doing that a lot of times too, and doing like what I'm doing where you're not fully leveraging a hundred percent that you could of that content you're already creating
0: and you're already doing the hardest part, which is creating that content. Exactly. And, and I will say like, it's so funny because I wasn't either. I was creating consistent weekly blog posts for a very long time without doing anything SEO. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's just what you do. Right. Like it was just whatever. Yeah. And then I started learning more about SEO and I was like, okay, let's, let's tap into this. And once you have one post or video or podcast or whatever, kind of start to get picked up in the search, you're like, okay, I see that. I see the power. Yeah. then it's growing your email list and your socials. Because what I do kind of my like back end strategy is, from a blog post, especially it, they all have an opt-in obviously, because I know what I'm doing. And, you know, so they all have an opt-in that's the action I want them to take. Right. Once they take that action, then I send them to Instagram with their first welcome email. So it's like, Hey, do you want more? Because like, I share weird things on Instagram and it would be fun to get to know each other. And so like, come follow me on Instagram. And so okay. that's kind of how the strategy goes. Right. And then I lead them into Instagram, which is where I, I nurture my audience. Right. So yeah, they you either come in. Yeah. they either come in through YouTube, through search or through a blog post, through search. And then that's how they funnel into everything else. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So you go YouTube or blog post.
1: Email list Instagram is -hmm. your flow. I love that. This is super valuable. I'm gonna literally take this. This is what happened when you interviewed me too. You're like, I'm gonna selfishly ask you like about ads. And that's basically what I'm doing.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I know when you said that a second ago, I was like, Well, I did that to her, of course. (laughs) You know you're good when that's
1: that's the way this interview is going though. Um so why don't you, could you give us like your, what's your content strategy? And I'm also curious, like percentage mm-hmm. of your leads. Cause I know you do also run paid ads, like how mm-hmm. much comes from organic to paid and what do you think that should look like in like a really great organic strategy?
0: Yeah. So I generally only run paid ads when I have a motive, like a, 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 Current motive. You know, like it's not like I'm looking forward in the future and running ads. Mm -hmm. I usually only run them if I have a webinar or I'm trying to sell a tiny offer or like whatever. Right. And so, most, I mean, I'd say 95% of my leads come from my organic content. Yeah. And because I have so much of it, right. Like I've been putting YouTube videos out for five years consistently one to three times a week. And then podcast episodes, same thing. And then blog posts that go with both of those. Yeah. Same thing. So yeah, most of mine is organic and I definitely focus there and really only run ads when I'm trying to drive to something that is coming up. That's going to yeah. be like higher ticket.
1: Yeah. So I'm just thinking if I could take what we're doing as most of mine's ads, so what we're yeah. doing ads, if I could do that also organic. And then also if you could take what you're doing organic and do the level we're doing yes. ads,
0: we'd both be like, I know, and our businesses. <laughs> yes. Well, what's so funny is the, the selfish question I asked you was because my ads just like stopped converting. Right. Yeah. And it was for a small offer and they were doing well and then they weren't. Well, they, your, your suggestions totally worked, by the way. I did like a real like ad and it, it, way, it worked way better. Good. But the, the funny part is that's the strategy, right? To do these like small offers with paid ads going to yeah. them. You break even on the cost. Blah, 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 blah. Well, I put the small offer in my um, header of YouTube and then also as a pop-up on my website. And I still make as many sales organically as I was paid. Wow. For free. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like I have that traffic. And so it's almost like I don't need the paid quite as much for certain things. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, you and you've been consistent for five years doing that. So that's before, too, that a lot of people you got in and got that following at that time, but that's, I mean, I'm thinking like, cause the ultimate goal is that you've got mm-hmm. an organic machine going mm-hmm. and a paid ads machine going yes. and you're leveraging both to like the full capacity. And yeah. I feel like people usually do one or the other. And mm-hmm. I think you're on the organic side. I'm on the paid
0: side. And if we could yes. both just like do both, it'd yeah. be amazing. So that's, that's And awesome. I think too, you can, oh, you can totally couple them together. Right. So it's like, okay, I'm going to run a bunch of ads to my content and then use all that as like an audience to run these ads to later. Like I've done all of that stuff because it definitely works, you know? Yeah. I mean, and that's where
1: the true like results come Mm -hmm. is when you do have that like holistic strategy doing yes, Yeah. Um, I love it. Well, we definitely have been going for a while. Just like that. I love it back and (laughs) forth. I did want to ask, like, if what are the top mistakes you see people making today? We've kind of touched on a few, but like if you, Mm -hmm. if I, you know, just off the cuff, what comes to you on top mistakes people are making around organic and content marketing?
0: So one would be trying to do too much at once. Like they're, they're trying to launch a podcast or have a podcast and a YouTube channel and a blog, and they don't have a team. So like I, I literally did one by one and then would hire people to help with each thing. So it was, it was much more like natural and didn't feel like I was pulling my hair out because you're going to, if you do that much content, you know, so not focusing on one thing would be probably the biggest thing I see. Um, and then two, not truly focusing on the, the SEO there and going after the wrong keywords. I mean, I do YouTube channel audits a lot for people and, They that's almost always in those audits. I'm like, you're going after keywords. You're I always say you're too big for your britches. Like you you gotta bring it down a little. Yeah. (laughs) Because like you can't go after keywords that are that highly searched with a small audience. So yeah, I would say that's probably the second one. Um, and if I had to pick a third one, it would be not showing their face or not doing some type of video within their marketing strategy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, love it. Well, I'm making mistake number two right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'll fix yeah. that.
1: <laughs> okay, you do. Um, that. And then what if you could go back, like what's your number one? If, if someone doesn't have a podcast or a YouTube or anything right now, where would you tell them to go start?
0: honestly, I think YouTube is the easiest as far as how you can rank and how quickly you can grow and rank on the platform. However, it's the hardest because you've got to film and edit and get over your fear of the camera and like all of these things. So I say go with whichever one is going to be the, like have the least barrier for you. Right. And then, like I say, if it's a podcast, you're going to have to do blog posts with that too. Otherwise it's not going to rank anywhere, Right. but do with whatever works for you, because if you can only do blog posts now, it's better than doing nothing. If you can yeah. only do the podcast, it's better than doing nothing. And if you never want to be on YouTube, that's fine. Um, but if you do feel like you could do well on video, you can edit, or you can at least teach yourself or you have a team, right. then totally. I think YouTube is the quickest way to kind of like beat that curve. Yeah. Awesome.
1: And then my last question, because I think people make this mistake a lot is like in the content they choose to create, they mm-hmm. either teach way too much or it's overwhelming and like finding that is hard. So how do you recommend people choose or how do you choose like the actual topics of your videos or your podcast that you're creating to make sure it really does well?
0: Yeah. So every platform is going to be different, right? Like on podcasts, we can go way longer and we can talk for 30 minutes or 45 minutes or whatever, and teach quite a bit. But on YouTube, the user behavior is much different. People want shorter videos, especially if they're like googling something, like "how do I bake a cake." Right? We've all we've all got on those recipe blogs where they tell their whole life story before they yeah. get to the recipe. Yes, you're <laughs> like scrolling forever. <laughs> like I yeah. just wanted to know what temperature to put my air fryer yeah. on. Like I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't need to know about your dog and his like thing. So <laughs> it's kind of like that. Like we don't we don't want to like if somebody's Googling something, they don't care about you at that moment, you can make them care about you. And that's my point in getting them on the email list and to Instagram. But so every platform's different. Um, and what I normally do is I start with like the key phrase that I want to go after, whatever that might be keyword, whatever. And I say, can I break this down into multiple parts? Because then that's like 12 pieces of content for me. Right. Um, and then I also base it on what the platform is going to want. So Mm. if I want to teach SEO, but I'm going to do it on YouTube, then I might do, you know, five ways to rank on Google. And then the next video I might do, you know, something also really quick, whereas I might do a really in-depth podcast episode. Yeah. So it kind of depends on the platform, Right. but I start with the keyword I want to rank for, for sure. Right. Got it. Cool. I love it. All right. Well, where could
1: everybody find more about you and what you offer?
0: Yeah. So you can find all my links if you want to at heyjessica.com. But my favorite place to hang out is on Instagram. It's just Jessica Stansberry. So you can go find me there and we can, I can show you around the farm. (laughs) It's super fun. That's why I was like, she's so cool. She has a farm.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you so much for your time. I know I learned a lot and my audience is going to absolutely love this. So I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me.